You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hello and welcome to episode 145 of the Soul Forge Podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hey, everybody, it's Sean back at you here with another exciting episode. I hope you're out there listening here in podcast land. We're going to talk about more coronavirus stuff in a roundabout way. But for this week's episode, guys and girls, I have got a special treat for you making her podcast debut for the very first time. It's my new girlfriend. It's Julie. Say hi to the folks, Julie. Hi, everybody. I know you're a little bit nervous, and that's okay. It's the first time, but it's easy. It's fun. I've introduced a lot of people to podcasting, and they love it, and I'm sure you will too. You ready? I'm ready. Okay, good. So this is actually a topic. This was your idea. Why are we talking about social isolation? Well, the reason we're talking about it is because we're all being isolated socially. Yes, and going nuts. Yes. How, how have you been coping? Um, well, I have a child at home, which I'm not used to having 24-7. As she's in school most of the time, so I'm trying to adapt to that. So, so you eased in with March break. That is correct, because March break has been extended. Uh, indefinitely. Who knows till when? Yeah, and it, just that indefinitely. Because it was originally they said, uh, we're going to extend it for two weeks, so March break is going to be till like April 6th. Uh, and I thought that was bad, April 6th. Well, no. No. Maybe till September. Yeah, because we don't know. Because the virus uh, cases, they keep going up and up and up exponentially. Because people are not listening. People are not following uh, social isolation protocols. Exactly. Just like the other day uh, on Facebook, we saw uh, outside the liquor store lineups. Yeah. Because as of uh, 11.59 p.m., on March 24th, the Ontario government said all non-essential businesses must be closed. So people are freaking out. There's lineups everywhere. Have yeah, you... and they're wanting to get their alcohol. They need the booze. Yeah, which I found was not essential. But then when you talk to other people, they make you realize that, you know what? Alcohol is essential to some people. And if they don't get it, they can actually die. Right, so because of it... the withdrawals. Yeah. So, so I guess... It... It is essential in a way. To, to keep the... To uh, keep it open. Yeah, you gotta, I guess. But to me, they can close it and I wouldn't care. <laughs> but then again, I'm not a, a big drinker, right? That's true. And, and the people in the lineups, they were not standing six feet apart. No. They, they were just in a regular lineup. Yes. So that's uh, definitely not following protocol. Absolutely not. And uh, actually, we've got a list of different businesses and so on and so forth that uh, are considered essential. So actually, before we get into the whole list and talking about social isolation, um, what we should do is play a promo for another podcast here on the ESO Network. Do you know you could take the Dragon Con report with you wherever you go? Heck! 
We are even now up on Alexa. Hey Alexa, play the Dragon Con podcast up on iHeartRadio. Playing the Dragon Con report from iHeartRadio. Playing the latest episode, the 2020 Dragon Con report episode 2. Howdy everyone and welcome to the second episode of the 2020 Dragon Con report. Now how cool is that? Remember, the Dragon Con report can be found wherever you find podcasts. See you at the show in September. And that was an awesome promo. What do you think about that one? Oh my god, it's awesome. Right? Don't you just want to go download all the episodes? Definitely. Of course you do, because why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. That's right. But no, you did good. That was awesome. Hi, oh, See? We just pretend that we've listened to it, and I'll put it in later during the editing process. And you went right along with it. Here, you are a podcast natural. You got this. Nothing to be nervous about. Way to go. Oh boy, you're going to have fun. Okay, so we've got the list of essential businesses and so on that are to remain open. And it's pretty much every single business you can think of, except for like furniture stores, hairdressers, nail salons, comic book shops, that kind of stuff. So we've got uh, supply chains have to remain open, and those are businesses that supply other essential businesses or essential services with the support, supplies, systems, or services, including processing, packaging, distribution, delivery, and maintenance necessary to operate. The delivery, but did you hear about the thing, the guy that was actually driving around town Oh yeah, in Timmins that was actually delivering food and prescriptions and all that stuff. And he had gone out of the country and he, yeah, and and he, he didn't, didn't self-isolate. He didn't self-isolate. And we haven't actually yeah. heard if he's I, got the thing or not. Exactly. It could be rumors, but... But that's how it spreads. But that's how it spreads. Because he, he was out in the community for like 12 days or something before yeah. anybody realized that he had been out of the country. And he said money was more important to him, right? That he had a business to run. Yeah, well, so, now who knows what kind of fines he's going to be faced with. Exactly. It's scary. It is. He's probably not infected, but say that he was. He was going into old folks' homes and all kinds of places, you said, right? Exactly. So the whole town could have it. The whole town can have it. If he has it. If he hasn't. He probably doesn't, so we but probably don't. that's the thing a lot of people are saying, with your mentality, is he probably doesn't have it. That's what we're all... We're all hoping. We're all hoping, right? But we don't know. But we don't know. Exactly. And there's so much misinformation out there. Because I'm sure if you were in like in a grocery store and somebody would say, yeah, I have the coronavirus, I'm sure you'd take off, right? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't stick around. Yeah. Yeah, and then I'd go use my hand sanitizer and uh, so I think, burn uh, my clothes, maybe, and all the things. Yeah. Yeah, so we've got uh, supply chains have to remain open. And we've got retail and wholesaling. So that's like food stores and uh, that kind of stuff. Which is essential. Mm-hmm. Gas stations, beer, wine, liquor stores... We've got motor vehicle, auto supply, auto and motor vehicle repair places, and bicycle repair, aircraft repair, heavy equipment repair, uh, hardware stores, uh, businesses providing pharmaceuticals, uh, businesses that supply office products, and uh, safety supply stores. Mm-hmm. So those are essential. Uh, we got food services and accommodations, so restaurants and hotels, motels, and shared rental units. Yeah. So people need places to stay, of course. Of course. And, of course, the restaurants, um, but you can't eat there. It has to be, uh, they prepare and serve food, but only for delivery or takeaway. So you can't go to a sit-down restaurant anymore, which makes sense. Yeah, it does, but if you really think about it, people that actually prepare the food, let's say if they do have the virus, let's say, Mm -hmm. and then they bring you, I don't know, your paper bag, like your meal in your paper bag or whatnot to your car, right? Yeah. Well, they say that the coronavirus actually stays on cardboard and 
surfaces for a certain amount of uh, yeah, there's all kinds hours of, and all that stuff. Like, How is that? Safe and protected and, yeah, because who knows what's out there. And what's on the bag. What's on the bag. That you're taking into mm-hmm. your vehicle, right? That's right. Because if they have it, then it spreads. Yeah. And, and, yeah, but these are essential businesses. Just like I'm, I, I, I shared a post on Facebook the other day. I think it was yesterday. I was delivering the mail, and I was feeling cheeky, so I just took a selfie with uh, me holding up some mail, and I said, I'm essential, and I got about 70 likes on Facebook, actually, and and people were sharing it, and uh, also saying that they were essential, and saying, yes, Sean, you are essential, and it was... Yeah, because uh, people are waiting for their money to come in, they, right? They need their mail, they need their flyers. Their money, their mails, the Pro- bills can stay away. They, they probably want their checks. Yeah, but uh, some people but, actually live check to check, Well, right? yeah, of course. So other things that uh, are essential include uh, institutional, residential, commercial, and industrial maintenance. Uh, then we've got telecommunication and the IT infrastructure and service providers. We've got transportation, such as taxis and private transportation providers. Businesses that facilitate and provide uh, transportation to businesses and individuals, including by air, water, road, and rail. And, of course, the businesses that provide services and materials for the operation and maintenance of the transportation systems. Mm-hmm. So you got to keep the, uh, the the wheels flowing and moving. And then we've got uh, manufacturing and production, agricultural and food production, and construction. Uh, also financial activities like capital markets, banking, insurance, and resources like mining and mineral exploration and mining supply companies, and environmental services, utility and community services, so like waste collection, uh, water, uh, sewage treatment plants, Drinking water, electricity generation, natural gas distribution, road construction and maintenance, police, fire, emergency services, mm-hmm. correction and court services, and other government services, including licenses and permits, and then communications industries like newspaper, radio and television, other telecommunication providers, research, healthcare, senior care and social services, the justice sector, and uh, rental and leasing services, businesses providing mailing, shipping, courier and delivery services. Laundromats, dry cleaners, laundry service providers, lawyers, engineers, accountants, translators, funeral places, land registration services, security services. So actually, there's it's, a lot of places that are remaining open. It's pretty much everything, except for like... Except you can't even go walk the mall anymore. The mall's shut down, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except for there's one grocery store there. Yeah. So, so everything's pretty much essential, except for comic book shops, <laughs> nail salons, hairdressers... Maybe uh, bookstores, that kind of thing. Yeah, but, but every- you're still not self-isolating, right? No, no, because I'm not self-isolating. I'm out in the community mm-hmm. every day. Like, uh, at work, what we did, in, what we implemented this week was a staggered start. So some of us start uh, an hour early, and some of us start an hour later. So that we don't, um, we're not in the environment with the co-workers at the same time. Some of us are there, half of us are there, and then half of us are there later. So by the time the first group goes out to deliver, the, the second group comes in after we're gone. So that was that was what we started today. But they're still giving us flyers to deliver, and the, what they're saying is they want us to reduce our points of contact with the customers that we deliver to. But flyers mean we have to go to every house anyway. So mm-hmm. it's really, the flyers should be suspended, and we all think that way, but that's not happening. So there's that. So what do you, what do you think about this whole self-isolation thing? You're, you said you're being driven crazy. Because yeah. you can't go anywhere except for the grocery store. It's like when you know you're not, when you're told you can't do something, you want to do it. You want to do it even you more. Do it more. And we yeah. see we see a lot of that, don't we? Yeah. Like, now that I can't go out, I actually want to go out. 
And what would you do? It's driving me crazy. What would you want to go do? I would just walk the mall. Because you, you do that often. I did, yeah. I take my walks there at the mall. And now that I can't, it seems like there's nothing to do anymore. It does seem that way. Yeah. Because that's what uh, a lot of the posts on Facebook are like. Mm-hmm. It, you know, I've like, seen people that they're lonely and they're actually like FaceTiming family, you, Skyping yes. people. People are starting to, to reach out contact. more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say, oh, you know what? Uh, actually, my whole lifestyle before quarantine was actually, I guess, considered quarantine. Nothing's changed. Yeah. People, a lot of people have said that. Yeah, that's true. But now that we can't do something... Like I said, you want you actually want to do it, right? That's exactly it. Like the, like the liquor store people lined up. Yeah. Uh, people at the bus stop, they're all huddled together. They're not maintaining a six foot distance. Even like the cab drivers and stuff, they're not six feet. No, let's I, say in a car. That's true. I find that very alarming. Yes. Um. Actually, I take a cab to my route. Uh, we can't sit in the front seat beside the driver anymore, but we're still in the back You're seat. Still that's still back. that's still close enough. Yeah. So if somebody who was previously picked up yeah. coughed and spread the virus in the in the cab, yes. the the virus remains in the air for up to three hours. Three to four hours. Yeah, I, so, could, I could be breathing that crap. Exactly. You would think, I don't know, if, if they would put like maybe like a plastic separating like the driver from... From the passenger? Yeah. But th- that wouldn't even make any difference because if it's another passenger who was in there coughing... Yeah, true. Th- you're still in the same airspace. Sure, <laughs> sure. And, and that's why I said the staggered start time at work really doesn't make any sense. No, because then the person after you comes in and it's if in the air, right? It's in the air for the three hours. So yeah. so there's really no point. No. I, I guess it helps to reduce the amount of people in a way, but is it working? I don't know. The, the good thing is uh, with people isolating themselves, pollution levels have actually dropped quite a bit. Yeah, that I read. Mm-hmm, which is incredible because it's only been a couple of weeks mm-hmm. and not even in a lot of places. And uh, apparently there was dolphins swimming around the Venice canals. And, and somebody made fun of that and said, uh, oh, look, there's so less pollution that the dolphins returned to Ottawa, to the canals in our uh, nation's capital, which is not true because we've never had dolphins. No. But where'd you hear that? <laughs> it, it's just a meme that's going around on Facebook. It's a funny thing. Oh. Yeah. But yeah. So self-isolation. Um, when I've been delivering, uh, a lot of uh, homes actually have posted signs on their doors saying, please don't knock for parcels or for visiting. We are self-isolating. It's not every house, but there, there's yeah. enough of them saying oh, that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, look at me. I got our parcel yesterday in the mail, and I was all paranoid about touching the box. Because it was a cardboard box. Yeah, it was a cardboard box, and supposedly it stays on the cardboard box for 24 hours. So what I did, I left it in my recycling bin for 24 hours until... Until the virus dissipated or yeah. died, if it, if it was even there. Yeah. Because you don't know. Yeah. You can't see it. Yeah, no, I'm going to bring that into the house, right? No, definitely not. And uh, Just paranoia everywhere. Everybody's afraid. Except I have noticed in a lot of cases, now that people are home, they're coming out to grab the mail from me in a way that they never did before. And they know they're not supposed to, but I, I've seen so many people, it's ridiculous. And they're all saying, hi, and oh, here, let me grab the mail for you. And because you're probably the only interaction they're going to have during that day. Right? Exactly. <laughs> That's right. A lot of old people, for sure. Yeah. Um, the one thing is we're not allowed to hand over our scanner to get signatures from our customers anymore. So in that case, we sign for them. And and for their last name, we just put COVID. Okay. So we're we're being protected that way, so there's less interaction with the public. But we're still out there. 
we're still seeing people, we're still in the cabs, we're still delivering to businesses that are open. Mm-hmm. So is it is it stopping the spread of the virus? I don't know if it is. Maybe it's slowing it down, but it's it's hard to know. We won't know for quite a while. The social social isolation could last for who knows how long, right? We don't know. Yeah, and that's what's scary. It is scary. You you were talking about how uh, there's lots of lonely people. Yeah, people are lonely. They feel alone because they can't see people, you know, like face-to-face, which is uh, important. Well, because you, you need the human interaction because we are a social species. Exactly. And, and a lot of people, what they're doing is they'll, they'll go for a walk and maybe they'll knock on their friend's window and they'll call them. And so they're separated by the wall. Well, that's what I was saying to my mother. I was like, you know, because I do have a grandma. She suffers from dementia and she's actually in the long-term care facility, right? Right. And we can't go visit her, so it's putting, I guess, stress on the family because we cannot go see her, and she doesn't really know what's going on, like, if she's feeling abandoned or not. So I just told my mom, like, as a joke, we should go, like, outside the window and just talk to her through the window, right? Yeah, it would make sense. But but there's too much snow on the ground. Yeah, there can't. is. There is. But you did get to FaceTime her the other day. I did. So. She looks very sad. Oh, I bet. Yeah, she doesn't know what's going on, right? No, and you can't really explain it to her. Yeah, no, she doesn't understand. But so, you know, hopefully, it's going to be done soon, and that'd be good. Yes. Because this this is unprecedented worldwide. Like this has never happened. No, like some people like imagine people that are actually like palliative or whatever in in the hospital. And they can't. Family their... can't even go see them As on their last days no. or their last hours. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's affecting. So much of society. It's, yeah. it's really sad. It's scary. It's, it is. And, and, and no, sometimes we take, you know, we don't know what we have till it's taken away, right? That's so it. So we take, like, a lot of things for granted. Naturally. It's, yeah. it's just part of who we are. Yeah. And when they're taken away, you actually realize how important they are. This has put a lot of things into perspective. Yep. So, any other points that we should bring up? Did we cover it? I think we covered it. Any other points that you think are relevant? No. Okay, then I think we did it. Not bad for your first time on a podcast. Not bad. Yeah. You made me feel comfortable. I did? Yeah. Good. Eased you right into it. Yes. It's easy. You're going to want to come back more often, I'm sure now, right? (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for uh, being part of the experiment. Well, not really, not an experiment, but I wanted to get you part of this and introduce you to the podcast land and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, I also wanted to take this opportunity to thank uh, our good friend uh, Mike for the recent donation on the coffee account. He uh, gave some coffees to support the shows, uh, both this and the Rusted Robot podcast. And uh, if any of our listeners would like to go ahead and support what I do here, it's coffee.com slash rusted soul. That's ko-fi.com slash rusted soul. The support link is actually on the website on the right-hand side at the top, uh, either through the rustedrobot.podbean.com or right here at the Soulforge, soulforgepodcast.com. Thanks, one and all. We would also like to thank Jarman from the A Play on Nerds podcast for buying us a coffee after this episode was recorded. Anyway, next week we're going to try to have a more fun, less corona-type episode. I don't know what it'll be yet, but come back, stay tuned, uh, leave a five-star review in the podcast store, And remember, storms don't last forever. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated, and we hope you'll tune in again next time. Remember that you can visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links. And don't forget to share the show with everyone you know.
The Soul Forge Podcast is your best source for living your best life. Think about it. The Surgical Mask, a popular home remedy against airborne threats. Until a few months ago, smog and car fumes were the greatest concerns to urban dwellers, such as those in Vietnam. But now the coronavirus has taken over as the biggest worry for many, as air pollution has dissipated. The virus has emptied the streets of China's megacities, and manufacturing has slowed. Drastic quarantine measures implemented by Chinese authorities have resulted in significantly cleaner air, as this graphic from the World Meteorological Organization shows. China is now emitting 25% less greenhouse gas, a small victory against global warming. We've seen with the drastic measures that China has taken with regard to corona that emissions have gone down seriously. So people are working from home, manufacturing has slowed down. So these are the kinds of drastic measures that we will have to take for climate change and it's better to do it kind of sooner rather than later because it'll be more painful the longer we wait. Scientists have long been sounding the alarm on climate change. 2019 was the second hottest year on record with the past decade the hottest in human history. Greenhouse gases concentrations are at the highest level in three million years. But while countries have been slow to act in the face of global warming, many have now implemented drastic measures to slow the spread of the coronavirus. The climate crisis is somehow much more abstract than the virus. And that's why I can't say how many people will die because of climate change. But the virus, you can calculate it. That's why it's a bit closer. Well, hey, if humanity dies off from the coronavirus, what does the climate matter? I hope that we have a vaccination against the virus in a year and a half. But the climate crisis is the most important task of the millennium, I think without exaggeration. Many people in China have already recovered. When the coronavirus crisis passes, experts say manufacturing will catch up on what it had not been able to produce. That means the corona effect on the climate is probably just temporary. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.